1: I got a lot of requests for stories about Roy DeMeo, if I knew him, I did know him. We got made around the same time, me and him, I didn't know him in my childhood growing up or anything like that, I knew he was with Nino Gaggi, Nino Gaji was a captain in the family. My guy, Tato Arella, was a captain, and we both got proposed around the same time. I don't think he was there the day I got made, but he got made right around the same time. There were so many stories about him. He was selling cars. He got stolen cars, put them on a ship, 20 of them, 30 of them, 40 of them at a time, and shipped them to Kuwait. Mercedes, all kinds of cars, and he was selling them for five, eight, ten thousand cheaper than it would cost you to buy it in the showroom, and giving them like hotcakes. And it only cost him a couple of hundred dollars to pay thieves to rob the car. He did almost no change to the car, even the paperwork. It, they didn't care in Kuwait. They just take the car off. They didn't care about changing numbers and doing all this shit. So it cost them hardly nothing. I don't know what the shipping costs, but he was making a fortune. Louis Melita was, I was an acting captain. He was with me. And uh, I thought I would make an appointment to see if Louis could, he was a car dealer as well. He would sell cars at the auction and stuff. See if he could get in there and make some money. So I made an appointment at a Greek diner in Staten Island to meet Nino Gaggi and Roy DeMeo and me and Louis Melito. I made appointments there every now and then so the Greeks, they knew me. I asked them for a table on the side because we wanted to talk. So he says... I got the back room open, Sammy, right now. I got the table on the side, and that's where I sit, meaning him. He says, and in the back, there's about 20, 30 people sitting down. They're all senior citizens, 60, 70, 80 years old, a couple of 90-year-olds. So I said, oh, that's good. That's good. It would be private. They're not paying attention to us. We're not paying attention to them. So we sit down and we start talking about Kuwait, the cars, the shipping. Mostly Louie doing the talking. I don't know too much about cars. And he's doing the talking and uh, he's talking a lot with Nino. And Roy's sitting on the side of me. And I could see he's not paying attention no more. Seems to be looking the other way towards these old people and uh, drifting away. I don't don't feel like he's in the conversation. So while Louis' talking with Nino Gaggi, I said, "Uh, Roy, you know, this is boring you like or something? No, no, Sammy, why? Well, I see you looking the other way. You're not paying much attention to it no more you probably hear all this shit all the time with cars and everything. No, no, no. He says, you know what I'm doing? What? He says, you see all these people? Yeah. Yeah, I see them. What about them? Something wrong? No, no, nothing's wrong. He says, you know what I'm thinking? If I had two nine millimeters on me, I could pull them out. I could kill all these fucking people in a matter of seconds. You could kill them all in a matter of seconds. 67 the 80-year-old people. I'm thinking, what the fuck? We're talking about cars, Kuwait, could be going through this fucking guy's brain fantasizing about killing these old people. I said, listen, yeah, probably you could. Probably half of them, maybe more, would die of a fucking heart attack once you start shooting. I mean, they'd be in shock. Yeah, yeah, look at them. I started getting uncomfortable with this conversation. And I really wanted to get the fuck away from it. So I said, well, why don't we just finish up this with the cars? Maybe we can make another appointment. I butt into Nino and Louie talking, and I said, you know what? Nino, maybe we can make another meeting, and Louie could see if he could get something done, if you guys don't mind, and tell him the connection, and maybe we could do some stuff. All right, Sammy, all right. We'll get together again. See if Louie can hook up with the cars and, you know, give 20, 30 cars or 10 cars or something. And we'll work with you if you want. Yeah, that would be great. I appreciate it. All right, let's go. We shake hands with him, him, and me and Louie are walking towards the door. I said, bro, did you hear what he was telling me when, he was, when we were talking, what he was telling me? What, about, about shooting old people? Yeah, yeah, what, what were you talking about? It wasn't me. I thought he was drifting away. I wanted to know what the fuck he was thinking, bro. Keep this in our mind. Keep this in the back of your head, bro. Something wrong with this guy. Who would sit there and fantasize about killing fucking 20 or 30 old fucking people, bro, who were doing nothing? This guy crossed the line. He's killed so many people, I think he's becoming a serial killer. Let's pay attention to that. Let's keep that in the back of our fucking head. When we meet him or when we do certain things, let's be ready all the time. Let's be prepared where we meet him, when we meet him, why we meet him. Is there a problem? Is this going on? Is that going on? I don't trust this guy no more. Something's not right up here, bro. You're sitting there fantasizing about killing fucking these people while we're negotiating about cars and making money. Does that make sense to you, Louie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got it. I got it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right, bro. Let's pay attention to this guy. Now, one day, and I think Paul didn't think he was all right over here either for a while. So we go by the Jimmy Brown's club on 86th Street, this was after this meeting, and uh, Roy comes in, hey Sammy, how are you? Personable guy, a lot of money, sharp. He doesn't even look like a fucking killer, to tell you the truth. Doesn't have the smashed nose, he don't have that look, he doesn't even talk like that. But he's, he's serious, a serious dude, just about as serious as it gets. So he starts talking to me, bro, you know what I'd love to do here? We're in Jimmy Brown's club. He's a captain, serious captain, and the boss is coming down. What? What do you want to do here? Want to play cards? Want to play gym? No, nah. No. He says, Sammy, we could get a bench and some weights. And while Nino and them, Tato, and these guys talk, Mean you, we could work out a little bit. In here? Well, the bosses come, our bosses. They're going to be in the front talking. We're going to be pumping iron? That sounded so sick to me. But I didn't want to laugh because he's, he's no joke, this guy. I said, I don't know. I mean, it would be a little uncomfortable. What are we going to do? Lay down with no shirts on. We're pumping iron. And what the fuck are we doing, bro? It's a mob club. I mean, bosses and skippers and maid guys. This is a gym. No, no. Yeah, you know, we just showed them what we could do. Bro, I think everybody knows what you could do. You don't need weights. I don't need weights. I even stopped working out, I tell you the truth. But this is a great idea. Well, let me think about it, maybe someday. So, Roy mail, in my mind, was just extremely dangerous. You can't laugh or joke about this to him. You can't laugh at him. You can't try to ridicule him. You don't know what's going to go through that fucking mind there. One more thing before I end it with with him. Later on, Paul was going to make guys. And he was reaching out to some of the captains to see if you have any good guys around you to make. I had one or two people I wanted to propose the title to get made. I had an appointment with Roy. I went to his club. And uh, we went outside the club. And uh, I said, did you hear that uh, Paul's looking for some guys to make? Yeah, yeah, I heard it. You got some good guys around you. You're going to make some of them guys? I don't know. I said, you got good guys. It did work. He smirks at me and says, did work. My coffee boy is on six murders. Your coffee boys on six murders. Yeah. Say, I mean, we got two hundred hits. What? You killed two hundred people. Yeah. Who's giving you all these orders? I mean, who gave you all these orders? Two hundred fucking people. No, boss. Again, you know I kill how many guys? Yeah, 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 but not two hundred, bro. No, no, not not from the boss. He had a club, and on the corner of the club was a bar. So he says, at night, we're in the club playing cards. At night, the bartender, they used to call him Dracula, who was his uncle, would call him up. There's one guy who's a little drunk. He's the only guy left. They'd stop playing cards, stop playing cards, come on, let's go. They go in the bar, they snatch the guy, four or five guys. They bring him in the club. They kill him. They hang him upside down and cut him open to bleed him, to get the blood out. Like an undertaker might do things like this. I don't even know if they do that. And then chop the guy up. Put them in little boxes or bags and get rid of them. They had containers in places they knew what to do and how to do it. What did the guy do? Nothing, Sammy. You no, know, you, I got to keep the guy sharp. You got to keep the guy sh- sharp? So you're killing an innocent guy? and a black guys. Puerto Ricans because they're black or Puerto Rican well, not just the color but who gives a fuck nobody's going to look for them nobody's going to care yeah yeah you keep your guys sharp I don't even know how to answer that but I yeah, yeah you're right I, I do that sometimes and I don't do that but I can't, how am I going to answer this sick motherfucker what he's doing? When I leave, I tell Louie this story. I said, Bo, this is what he told me. You think it's possible that he killed 200 fucking people? Well, fuck I know." Later on, there's stories about him. You're going to hear that in my podcast, where the family lost control of him and the whole thing broke out. There's going to be... Tons of stories. Very solid stories. But I'm not going to talk about those things in in these little episodes. I'm going to talk about it on my podcast. If you want to hear my stories about him and so many other things and what happened with him, press like, subscribe. And when my podcast finally comes out, which is in the very, very near future, go to it. You're going to hear stories that will make your hair stand up. Take care.